Welcome to Financial Education for Nation. My name's Warren Shute, and I'm here today with the lovely Paul. How are you today, Paul? I'm good, thanks. Good morning, Warren. How are you? I'm very good, thank you. Very good. Better than I deserve. It's a very good day today. It's Friday, and um, I'm looking forward to the weekend. Got lots of good things planned. But before we get to the weekend, I'm very excited to talk to you today about children and pocket money. Yeah, so one for the parents today, all about the pocket money and, and kind of how can we use pocket money to, to help kids understand the value and, and management of money? Yeah, it's really important because um, a lot of these strategies that I share with people on warranty.com come from my real life experience with clients. And I can remember sitting down with my clients in this office um, asking them what they earn and seeing what they spend and actually having quite a lot of money left over each month. And when I said to them, congratulations, you've got X left over each month or X left over each year, they'd say, uh, no, 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 we don't. What comes in goes out. And what we refer to that is spending creep. It's just these little incidental spending items that we don't account for or don't consciously recognize. And we found that some of that was through themselves, just spending, and that's why we developed the bank account system. And you can go onto the site and find out more about that. Um, but also the children, the children were one of those spending items that they would say, oh, mum, can I have this? Oh, Dad, can I have this? And when they're in the supermarket or out on the shops and things like that. So we then developed a pocket money strategy, to, but not just to restrict the income for the child and limit the expenditure, but also to make it a win-win so that the children can learn because if we're able to teach our children good money management skills at a young age, one would hope they would carry those through into their adult life. It's just like nutrition. If we free, freed our children um, packet food and takeaway food during their younger years, constantly, okay, occasionally, but constantly, no wonder they'll grow up just eating that kind of nutrition there. Whereas if we try to teach them good nutrition skills at a younger age, one would hope they would carry that through. So it's just lessons for life, really. Okay, so I guess... Let's begin at the very beginning, setting a setting pocket money then. How, how do you go about how much you're going to give your kids? Well, okay, so every individual um, has their own financial circumstances. So it wouldn't be me for, uh, right for me to tell you the amount of money that you pay. But one thing we do suggest is you link it to their age. And the reason we link it to their age is going through from a young age through to teenage years into possibly young adulthood, um, you're developing it as an individual. You're creating an identity and you're growing. So it's very important that you try to accommodate that in the strategy. So what I do and what a lot of my clients do is pay £2 per month for each year of their age. So um, Isabella, my daughter, is still 11. She's close to 12, but she's still 11. So she'll receive £22 a month um, pocket money. And then Ollie, my son, is 13. He'll get £26 a month of pocket money. Now, when they go out and talk to their friends, obviously, because they compare pocket monies, some of their friends get an eye-watering amount of money, um, which I smile at and say, that's great because it'll make you want and want more. You'll get driven. You'll be ambitious. You'll want more because that's what happened in my own life. Um, and some of their friends get less. So the actual amount of money doesn't really matter, but we suggest you link it to their age. So whether it's one pound for each year of their age, whether it's two pounds for each year of their age or more, whichever in your circumstances, link it to their age. Now, the key is to make it automatic from your bank account. Okay, so from your bills account, make this payment automatic. And two, you buy their needs and allow them to buy their wants. Okay. 
Okay, so what do you mean by that? Where where do you draw the line there? What 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 would you classify as a need and a want? Okay, so again, we're giving you a strategy, a structure. You interpret it into your own family arrangements to make sure it works for you as a family. It would be right for me to dictate to anyone. But as a family, we say, well, okay, your needs are things like your school trips. Your needs are obviously your basic, your sensible clothing and your um, going out for meals with a family and such like your holidays. They're all your needs. But your wants are when your daughter comes to you for probably about the third time in a week and says, Dad, I need some um, glue and some contact lens solution because I'm making some slime. Or my son says, you know, Dad, can I have this Xbox game? Xbox game. Or Dad, can I get this um, app download? You know, it's a, he's just bought a rugby game. So, you know, they want those things. Do they really need them? They don't. But the, where this really struck a chord that it was working is I was with Isabella in a supermarket. And I was wandering around getting a few items. And she went off to the stationery aisle. She loves stationery. She loves arts and crafts. And she came back with literally an armful of post-it notes, coloured paper, stickers, rubbers, pencils, probably a few pens, and says, oh, Daddy, can I please have these? And she looks at you with her puppy dog eyes and says, can I please have them? And you say, well, yeah, you can, but you buy it out of your pocket money. Do you remember the rules? You buy your pocket. That's something you want. It all went back, apart from one pencil and one pack of post-it notes, uh, which I think cost less than a pound, okay? So it teaches them lessons, and you're being kind to them in the long run. Now, that doesn't mean to say when you're out and you see something that they like and they might want, you can't buy it for them. You're a parent. That's your right. And you buy it out of your WAM. You go back to the bank house system. We'll talk about the WAM there. So you can buy them things however you like. That's a choice that you have as a parent. But what we're trying to do is restrict their spending so that they can learn to manage money themselves. Okay. Okay. And let me just carry on for that one second. One thing we then do is once they start getting into 13, we ensure that they have their own bank account. Okay, and this is an automated payment, either onto a prepaid card, something like an OSPA card, so they have the independence, they can go out and spend on OSPA, and they can use it at cash machines, they can spend uh, in a supermarket or a shop that they want, um, or they have their, any other bills they have coming out of their bank account. So they'll have their own bank account, okay, and say for example, they have a mobile phone, they have a mobile phone direct debit, and some children might have a subscription or something, okay, Xbox 360 seems to be a, a popular one. These payments come out of their bank account. So they then got to start learning. Oh, money goes in, money comes out. I now need to start learning to manage my, my, my own wham, my own spending. And when you're doing it in the safety of your own family, and they're, if their pay payments each month are fairly modest, and they're things like Xbox games or um, something fairly small, like a subscription, it's much safer. It's baby steps. We're teaching them to walk carefully. It's like, when you're a baby, you didn't sort of go out and just walk down the street on your first trip. Your parents had arms by you. They were stood in front of you, their little hands trying to coach you along. It's exactly what we're doing with finances. Okay, great. So that, that's, that's good on the value side of things. I know as well you're a big believer in pocket money doesn't come for free. And, and alongside the value, the earning, I guess, you, you would class this as. And, and again, reinforcing the value of money. So how, how can we link it to... So they understand that money doesn't just appear for nothing. Sure. As a parent, I'm almost like paranoid, paranoid or petrified myself that um, your children, they talk about the millennials. I think they're a great generation. They're so creative. But so many people talk about them as an entitled generation. I'm not sure that's so true. Um, but I know they're very creative. They've got lots of ideas. Um, but I think if they can combine that creativity with hard work, 
wow, they're going to be geniuses. You know, that's really what the success is, isn't it? Having great ideas, having creativity and being happy, but also putting the effort into work. So I want to make sure that my children will know that money doesn't come for free. Uh, nothing was ever given to me or my wife. Um, and we've earned everything we've got. And I want to try and instill those same beliefs in, in, in lessons to my children. You know, Warren Buffett, one of the richest investors in the world, um, or richest man in the world, is worth tens of billions of dollars. Okay, I think it's about 60 billion or something. Phenomenal amount of money. Um, but on his death, most of that goes into a charity. He's leaving his three children, I think, a few million, don't be wrong, enough to look after them, but not too much that will spoil them. So he wants to make sure that they also work. And I think well, if it's good enough for somebody of that sort of wealth, it's good enough for my own children. So obviously, a lot more modest levels of money. Um, so we're trying to encourage them to do effort or chores for it. So every week, they will do jobs and they'll do things like taking out the bins, keeping the house tidy and such like. Um, and in the early days, when they skipped that, um, we made sure they knew it and we reduced their pocket money accordingly. Um, it only took one lesson for them to learn that and they soon cotton on pretty quick um so they do it and they then know that they've not just been giving it it's their money they're entitled to it they've earned it so they feel good i think when you give something to somebody you create an informal bond with them that, and, and almost like an iou oh they i owe them because they gave me that whereas when they've earned this money themselves they've gone out and they've worked they've put the bins out of the house and sometimes it's dark and sometimes it's cold and sometimes it's raining but they still do it they know they've earned it and there's a pride there. They stand up straight and say, well, actually, no, things weren't given to me. I earn my pocket money and I get to spend it on what I want. Okay, so I think then just, just wrapping up, I think it's, it's important as well, currently, maybe it'll change in the future. I know there's some discussions about it, but we don't get financial education at school. It's not something that we receive typically in the, in the school system over here. Um, so... I think it's really important to emphasize the message that money management really does start at home, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. It does. I don't think it's fair to uh, rely on our teachers to teach and parent our children. They're there to teach them some academic subjects and to teach them social skills and things within the class environment. But I think some key attributes like preparing meals, caring for each other, keeping things tidy, and also money management should really start at home. The challenge we've got is some of the listeners, the parents, won't have those skill sets themselves. Uh, and that's why we're hoping things like warrantshoot.com will give you some of the skill sets that you can then incorporate into your family. Because remember guys, these weren't my ideas. These are ideas that I've created or come up with from lots of my wealthy clients. I've seen someone who's done, been good with money, may not have a lot of money, may not have a lot of money, but been very good with it. I've taken some of those skill sets from them and then shared it with you. Um, but so it doesn't, it doesn't matter if as a parent, I don't have outstanding money management skills it's just about to try about trying to teach my children that even if i don't necessarily have them absolutely i think what it is that children learn by osmosis as well we all learn by osmosis you know we learn by doing as well actually getting involved with things so if you as a parent are running the bank account system if you're living off your wham if you're sharing this these lessons with your children so you're saying well okay look this is your pocket money this is how we're going to do it it's a pound a month if that's your budget it's 50p it doesn't matter you know have a strategy and say this is how we're going to have it as an automatic payment from your bank account into an account in their name or onto a prepay card, something like OSPA. Okay, fantastic. I think that, that wraps things up nicely. Thank you. 
And you'll be very proud. You'll look back when they are married and look back upon their life and say, actually, my children have done the best they can. And I feel I've been the best parent I can by not only teaching them lessons of life and being courteous and friendly, but also about how to manage their money. So yeah, good luck. If you get any questions, please reach out, connect to me on social media and also go to warrenshoot.com forward slash join me where you can get free downloads and a regular update of what's going on. Thanks guys, take care.